Today, as I'm recording this, it's Mother's Day here in the States, so happy Mother's Day to you or the mothers in your life. And today I want to celebrate the feminine energy, the maternal energy, the heart chakra energy. So that's what we'll do in our practice. My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, where every week I give you a new, free, full-length audio yoga class you can practice anywhere, anytime. And today's class is actually recorded this morning, just a few hours ago, for the live classes that I do now every week. So you can go to quietmind.yoga and see the link to my Zoom page, where every week uh, on Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, there's a live class. And those classes are recorded and put on the Quiet Mind membership. It's $9.97 a month, and you can get access to all of my video recordings. So if you want to practice along with the video classes, that's the place to do it, quietmind.yoga/membership. Right, so I, today, the heart chakra, this is something that I've worked a lot with over the years. If any of you ever read uh, Anna Dea Judith's work, I've been fortunate to study with her, and I got this rare old CD collection that she made years ago. I found this at a, a used bookstore, and there was like seven CDs, one for each of the chakras, and it's about an hour long in each chakra. This is a very cool recording if you can find it anywhere. I don't think there's a, a digital version, so you have to get the physical CDs. But it's very cool. Anadea Judith is pretty much the expert in chakras, at least the modern understanding of it. And the heart chakra one, it's one I listen to many times. I mean, I listen to them all over and over again. But the heart chakra, specifically for me, because I had depression for a few years, and I was very shut down in my heart. And what I felt really started to open me up was just very simple writing three things I was grateful for every day. So I just had this list, this note on my computer that was like uh, the daily three. So every three, every every day I would try to find three things I was grateful for. And once I started to do that, it just changed my whole perception of everything in my life. And I was now seeking out things to find to be grateful for. And the heart is where we hold things like grief, depression, sadness, loss. And it's very normal and very healthy to have times where we experience those things. We experience grief and loss and let our bodies feel that and let that emotion move through us. And for me, it was stuck for a while. And what helped me get it unstuck was doing the gratitude practice. And then that led me to really deepening my meditation, then yoga practice, and then finding, understanding the chakras and realizing uh, that I'd begun to open the front of my heart, but not the back. And working with one of my teachers, realizing I had a lot of tension in the back of my heart and where I was able to receive love. So, you know, this has been a long process for me of learning how to really integrate and apply this stuff. And in today's practice, just some simple poses and postures and movements that you can uh, embody these qualities of the heart chakra, love, compassion, kindness, as you'll hear me say many times. Uh, this is something near and dear to my heart, literally in a way of my working through my depression and things I've learned that were helpful for me. So I hope you find this helpful. Uh, whatever gender you identify with, wherever you're at in life, if you have kids or not, if you are a mother or not, uh, I think for all, all people, this is a helpful practice of opening the heart and finding that in unconditional love and compassion inside of us that we can all come from and create from that place. So look forward to sharing this practice with you. And if you enjoy it, please let me know what you think. Send me a message over on Instagram at jeremy.quietmind. Uh, and check out the website. You can join my join me live uh, in any class every week. There's classes every week. And then you can join the membership and watch the classes anytime on demand. So thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy your practice today. 
get started with our practice today. So it's Sunday, it's Mother's Day, and I think for Mother's Day, it'd be nice to embody and work with the heart chakra, the energy of love, receptivity, the maternal kind of love and energy that we all have within us, and focus on that and how we can embody the energy of the heart chakra. So the chakras are the energy wheels or centers in the body, and we have these different ones like the root chakra, our security, the navel, our energy, our drive. And then the heart is about love and receptivity, compassion, kindness. And one of the main ways we focus on that is with our breath. So starting here, comfortably seated and starting to notice your breath and allowing a little bit fuller, deeper breaths in the front, back and sides of your body. Each of these areas, energy centers of the body have a color associated with them. So the heart is the green, color green. Like in nature, the color green is abundant everywhere in grass and trees and plants. And the energy of the heart is abundant in everywhere in, in our expression, our emotion, our compassion for each other and ourselves. So you can visualize this color green at your heart as you take these slower, deeper breaths, allowing your lung capacity to slowly expand. And if it's helpful, you could even count your breath, inhaling to a five, exhaling to five or six or seven. And feel all of your upper body move with your breath. So your ribs expand, your belly expands when you inhale. And when you exhale, all that stuff contracts back in. And we'll start to move into our practice. So come over to child's pose, to your knees apart, arms forward. Or you could do knees together, arms back. And that opens the space between the shoulder blades, which is the back of the heart chakra. And take a couple slow, deep breaths here in child's pose. One of the emotions associated with the heart is sadness and, and grief. And uh, when you have, if you've ever experienced depression or known someone with depression, there's a sort of collapsing in that happens around the heart where our bodies kind of hunch over to protect the heart. And that's, uh, it's okay to do that sometimes. It's okay to have times where we're sort of protecting the heart. And child's pose is one of those poses where we kind of curl in and create a safe internal space for ourselves. And from that safety and that connection to what feels safe and secure for you, 
gives us more safety to expand out and become bigger and open and more heart-centered and act from our hearts. So coming from this place that we start here, let's start to come up to hands and knees and create this cow pose when you come up, extending your spine. And with your exhale, go all the way back to the child's pose. So it's a little longer exhale. So when you inhale, you come all the way up to the cow pose. And when you exhale, come all the way back to the child's pose. Moving from your heart. And the next time you come to the cow pose, we'll pause there. And you could stay just like that or come into the Anahatasana, the heart chakra pose. So your arms reach out like a Y, forehead down or chin down. Noticing the energy around the center of your chest in the heart chakra. The thymus gland is here. It has a big role in our immune system. And noticing if there's any extra tension around this area that could soften. And walk your arms to your left into a side bend. So your right arm gets long. And walk your arms to your right into a side bend. And freeing up space around the lungs. And then we'll come back to the center into a twist with your right arm underneath. Focus on opening the back of the heart. Pressing into your left hand, breathing into your upper back. And then we'll go over to the other side, left arm underneath, left shoulder down, breathing into the upper back. My teachers would say the front is where we express our hearts and the back is where we receive love and support. So if you ever have difficulty receiving love and support, you might have some tension in the back as I've had in the past. And working on softening that tension might help increase the ability to receive love and support. And then we'll come back to hands and knees. Knees into downward facing dog. Bend one knee at a time. And here you might even feel the connection between your hands and your heart. And the sort of strength of the center of your chest that helps hold you up here. the strength of the shoulders and chest muscles specifically, but also the energy of the heart chakra that goes through the hands. And then we'll come down to the hands and knees and stretch the wrists. So point your fingers back towards your knees, palms down, 
And start to lean back towards your feet, stretching the wrists and forearms. Right, you think of any time you hurt yourself or like bump your knee or something, the first thing you always do is you put your hand on that spot, right? So our hands have this healing capacity that we all just instinctively know. And you might even feel that connection from your heart to your hands to where you put your energy and attention. And in the practice today, just sort of freeing up that ability to express from the heart. So let's release the hands here and we'll sit back onto the tucked, tucked toes and into the stretching of the feet. And here with your hands behind your back, interlace your fingers in any amount, reach your arms back, lift your heart forward and up. If you ever saw the Care Bears when their hearts would like shoot out beams of light, right? That's, that's you right now. <laughs> shooting out a rainbow from the center of your chest, uh, the heart chakra. And then we'll slowly let that go, back to hands and knees, to downward facing dog, and you can bend one knee at a time here. And then step your right foot forward, left knee down into a low lunge, and here, let's start to, um, if your knee's a little sensitive, you could pad your knee here, but raise the arms up into a sort of Y shape or a W shape in this low lunge. Hold and breathe here. So contracting the back of your shoulders and back to open the chest and the front of the shoulders. And then we'll lower the hands down and shift back to half split. Straighten the right leg any amount, easing into the ha hamstrings and calves. So as always, we're doing a whole body practice, a little bit of everything. But also in everything we do, being aware of the heart. Then we'll come back into the lunge, tuck your back toes, and this time lift your back knee into a high crescent lunge, a little more energizing. Same thing with the arms, though, they could be up like a Y or a W in this high crescent lunge. Hold and breathe here. Notice the increase in energy that comes with that more active pose. And from here, lower your hands down, step forward, forward fold. Again, that sort of rounding the back, protecting the heart, almost the opposite of the last pose. Kind of like the child's pose, but we're standing up now. And your knees can bend a lot. You can, you can more intensify this if you want, grabbing onto your feet and sort of pulling yourself into more of a stretch. Or you could just hang out doing less of a stretch. And now lower your hands, step your right knee back and down. Again, make sure if your right knee is sensitive here, put some extra padding there, maybe a blanket or a pillow if you have one nearby. And then raise your arms up like a Y or a W. If 
feeling the open, strong, strong, receptive as well. And the heart, this energy of the heart chakra is compassion, kindness, generosity, healing. And then we'll lower the hands down back to half splits where you straighten the left leg in amount. Again, the back is more rounded here. Kind of the opposite of that last pose. And we'll again come into the lunge, tucking the back toes, lifting the back knee, more active in the high crescent lunge, all in asana. Arms could be like a Y or a W, or you could do a different arm variation if you want here. With the attention at the center of the chest and the heart chakra. And lower your hands down, step forward to the forward fold, again rounding the back. Hold and breathe there, knees can bend. With a bend in your knees, slowly roll up your spine to stand, head comes up last, arms reach out, either out like a circle or up through the center to reach your arms overhead. And then hands to your heart in mountain pose. You can pause here in prayer mudra, Anjali mudra, with your hands together at your heart, symbolizing this union of the opposites within you and opposites within others, left and right, yin and yang, effort and ease coming together at the heart. The heart chakra is the fourth chakra. There's three below and three above. So everything comes together at the heart. It's the qualities of balance, union. And again, the breath is, the lungs are right here next to the heart. So our breathing is one of the main ways we direct the energy to the heart. So start to move with the breath these next several minutes of practice. As you inhale, reach your arms up. Exhale, forward fold, all the way down. Inhale, lift halfway up, lengthen your spine, lift your heart. And exhale to plank pose. Hold here in plank for an inhale. Exhale, chaturanga or belly, low push-up or belly. Inhale, cobra or up dog, lift your heart. And exhale, down dog, hold and breathe there for a moment. Next, inhale, lift your right leg straight back. Exhale, step forward into a low lunge. Left knee down, inhale, reach your arms up. And exhale, lower your hands back to plank. You could float your right leg if you want. Chaturanga or belly. Cobra or up dog. And back to down dog. Next, inhale, lift your left leg straight up and back. And exhale forward into a lunge, right knee down. Inhale, arms sweep up. And exhale, lower your hands, step forward, forward fold. Inhale, lift halfway up. 
Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, reach all the way up. And exhale, hands to heart. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, right to chaturanga or belly. Inhale, cobra, erupt dog. And exhale, down dog. Inhale, left leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge, high lunge. Inhale, float your arms up. And exhale, lower hands down, vinyasa. You can float your left leg if you want. Next, inhale, right leg straight back. Exhale, forward, high lunge. Inhale, float your arms up. And exhale, lower your hands, step forward, forward fold. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, reach all the way up, arms up overhead. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, chair pose. Hold here as you breathe. Looks great, everybody. Next, exhale, forward fold. Inhale, half lift. And exhale, you can hop right into Chaturanga if you want, or go right to Down Dog if you want, any version of this transition. Lift your right leg back, open your hip with a bend in the knee, and step it all the way up to warrior two. Back heel turns down, arms out like a T. Hold here for a moment. Move your shoulder blades slightly together and down on your back, opening heart chakra here. The word uh, for the heart chakra is anahata. Anahata means unstruck. So if you think like when you strike something like a bell, like it vibrates, the heart is unstruck, it's steady, it's clear, it's open, receptive, loving, unshaken. And then palms turn up, reach your arm back to a reverse warrior, and float your arms down, vinyasa or right to down dog. Left leg back, open your hip here at the bend in the knee. And step that all the way up to warrior two, back heel turns down. Nice, make sure your front knee's tracking straight ahead towards your front middle toes. And here with your shoulder blades moving together and down, it creates the sort of support for the heart to be open. Sort of stability, strength in the back. And then palms up, reverse warrior, reach back. Float your arms down, vinyasa, or right to down dog. And 
In down dog, your arms are externally rotated, so your uh, inner elbow creases point slightly out, slightly forward. And your legs are slightly internally rotated, so your inner thighs slightly uh, contract and internally rotate. Finding alignment here, and then we'll step or hop to the front of the mat for chair pose again. Feet can be together or hips width. Arms can be up like a Y or hands at your heart. And next, inhale, rise up, inhale and reach. And exhale, hands to heart. Back to the Anjali Mudra and notice the increase of energy, body heat, heart rate, breath rate, but still able to be centered and balanced even as the intensity of the practice increases a little bit. Next, inhale, reach your arms up. And exhale, back to chair pose. All the way down to Navasana boat, down to your tail, lifting your legs, lifting your heart. And if you want a little more here, you can have your arms up overhead, like a Y. To low boat pose, lower back touches down, everything else still lifting up. And again, you could have your arms overhead if you want more challenge here. And then hug your knees in to rock forward and back, massaging your back from tail to shoulders. And maybe all the way back to plank pose, or take a step or two to get there. And plank pose will bring the right hand a little forward from center for side plank. So when you turn to your right, you got this nice 90 degree angle with your arm. Nice. Your right knee could lower, makes this less intense, or your left leg could lift, more intense. If you're good there, you could even grab your left big toe with your hand and lift your leg up. And it'll slowly lower down to the other side, side plank. Couple of breaths here. Your heart center is steady. Your muscles might be trembling and shaking. That's okay, but your heart is steady. And then we'll lower all the way down to the stomach. For locust pose, lift your heart, reach your arms back. Palms face down and arms are slightly out like a V and your knees could slightly bend to activate your hamstrings and glutes. The whole back of your body, strong, and supporting the heart. And then slowly release back to downward facing dog. From here, we'll inhale the right leg straight back. Exhale forward into a lunge. Locust arms as you rise up for warrior three. Lean forward and lift your back leg. Just like locust pose, strong back. You can do any arm variation you want here. And back down to the lunge. Great, to warrior two. And left hand on your left hip for side angle pose. Or sorry, half moon pose, half moon pose. Uh, right hand towards the right corner of your mat to lift your back leg. 
And if you're good there, you can even float your right hand off the floor as you build the strength and balance here. And slowly back down to the warrior two shape. And palms up, reverse warrior, reach back. And float your hands down, vinyasa, or right to down dog. From here, we'll inhale, left leg back. Step forward to a lunge. And inhale, arms up for locust arms, lifting your heart, leaning forward to warrior three. Hold and breathe here. Very nice, everybody, and slowly lower down back to the warrior two. Just to reset the hips here in this new position, right hand to your right hip and left hand to the left corner or block for half moon. Strength in the outer hips. In the balancing posture, there's always a little bit of movement and the heart is where we find the center in the middle of the movement. Slowly back to warrior two. Palms up, reverse warrior, reach back. And float your hands down, vinyasa or right to down dog. You can always do more or less. Listen to your body. And again, forward to plank pose, shoulders over the wrist. Right hand a little forward from center for side plank. In this one, we'll have the left foot come to the floor behind you into more of a back bend. So you can extend the spine, reach the left arm. And then we'll go back down to the center for the other side. Side plank, but bring your right foot to the floor behind you into a back bend. Plant your right foot, lift through your hips into your heart and your arm, and then come all the way back down to plank. And here we'll step the right foot forward into a low lunge, left knee down. Start to shift your hips forward, your left arm out to the left. Open your right arm to the ceiling in an open twist. And you could stay there or bend your back knee to grab your foot. Notice the heart opening effect of this pose as well. And then slowly let that one go. And we'll come into Skandasana. Turn to your left, right knee bends, left leg straightens. So your Skandasana here. And you can have your hands on the floor to help you balance or hands in prayer, a little more challenge. And then we'll lower the hands down, pivot towards the front of the mat to step up to a forward fold. Knees can bend, rounding the back. And step your right knee back and down for the low lunge. 
right hand out to the right, opening your arm in the open twist. And again, you can bend the back knee, grab your foot here. In the fascia and the connective tissue, there's this front line of your body that's all connected from your heart to your hips to your legs. So in the front of the thighs, it might be tight and that might be causing tension and around the chest as well. So it's all connected. And we'll slowly let that go and pivot into Skandasana on this side. Left knee bends, right leg straight. Couple of breaths here. or whatever side you didn't do before. <laughs> Again, you could have your hands at your heart challenging your balance. And we'll lower the hands and turn towards the front of your mat to a forward fold. Knees can bend, can hang out here. And with the bend in your knees, roll up the spine to stand, engage your core to bring you up, arms reach up overhead. And exhale, hands to the heart. Again, pausing here after several movements, noticing maybe increase in heart rate, body heat. Noticing your breath. You might even feel your pulse in between your hands. The steady rhythm of your body. And then we'll bring the hands to the waist to feel centered there and come into tree pose. You shift your weight into your right foot and turn your left toes, left knee out. You could stay right at the ankle, calf, or thigh, and hands could stay at the waist, the heart, or up overhead. And finding this quality of balance. There's always going to be a little wobble. There's always going to be ups and downs, left and right. But find the center in the middle of that. Now slowly let that go back down over to the other side. Same thing. Slowly lower back down. Now, last little bit of standing balance here. So from this mountain pose, you'll bend your left knee to grab the ankle. So you can grab outside the foot, or if it works for you, palm turns away, grab inside the foot, and that's gonna help you open the, the heart more. And then hinge forward for dancer pose, not to Rajasana. Any amount in that direction opening the heart and the whole front line of the fascia, the hip, the thigh, and then slowly lower back down to the other side, same thing.
come slowly lower back down and back to mountain pose. Inhale, reach your arms up and exhale, forward fold all the way down. Step out to your left into a wide legged forward fold. You could do any version of this you want to do. You could also do other inversions if you want, like headstand or forearm balance. But we'll have about 40, 50 seconds here of having the head below the heart in any version of that that you want to do. Good, everybody. Now, slowly come back down. And from here, we'll just start to bend into one knee at a time, like halfway to Skandasana. Just a little bend in the knee, easing into the inner hips. And we'll come back to the center and heel toe the feet in a step or two. Hands on your thighs to turn your shoulder to the opposite knee. Into stretching the back of the heart, lengthening the muscles around the shoulder and upper back. We'll come back to the center, heel toe the feet in another step or two, down to Malasana, low squatting position. Heels down if you can, or heels can lift. Hands again can come to the Anjali Mudra, hands in prayer. Finding this lower center of gravity, starting to ground more in the practice, going slower. And we'll lower the hands down behind you to sit down and bring your feet together, knees apart. You can sit up tall, long spine, or start to fold forward, rounding your back. As we move into more emphasis on flexibility now. So as always, we're doing strength, balance, and flexibility in this class. And then on Tuesdays, we emphasize more of the strength. Thursdays, more of the flexibility, and Sundays, more of the balance of the two, and also balancing postures. So now we're holding things a little bit longer here in these poses. So a couple more breaths here. And start to sit back up and extend your right leg straight out, left foot to your thigh, long spine to fold over your leg any amount. But we did a lot of that opening stuff, the back bends, so now I'll, more of the folding forward, rounding the back forward folds, sort of protecting the heart, going back within. And you can emphasize more of the hamstring and the leg by having your leg straight, or you can emphasize more of the back and the shoulders by slightly bending the knee 
and rounding the back more if you want, or somewhere in between. And we'll slowly come up and go to the other side, same thing. In general, aim for around 60 to 80% of your edge. So if you can go further, that's a good place to be. You don't want to be pushing to your limit. Otherwise, your body might tense up more. But you're all very consistent, and that's what really matters uh, with sustainable strength and flexibility in your body. So just about 60 to 80% of your edge is good for today. It'll keep the muscles continuing to lengthen over time. Slowly sit back up and extend both legs out, your hands behind you to lean on your hands and lift through your heart, center of your chest, beaming open, the color green, the heart chakra, the center of the chest expanding, and maybe even point your toes, lift your hips into reverse plank. And we'll come back down, bend the knees here, like a crab shape. So lower your knees to your right for deer pose, turning to your right into a twist, down to your hands or elbows, until you feel something stretch and lengthen in your lower left side of your back in the QL muscles. slowly come back up to the other side. The same thing, deer pose. Lengthening the quadratus lumborum on your right side, the lower back. It's kind of a tricky area to get to, but this is one of the better ways to do that. And we'll start to sit back up. And come over to the hands and knees for uh, pigeon pose, right knee towards your right wrist. 
could also do pigeon on your back if you want, or any other variation of this. Hips square to the ground, down to your elbows or hands, maybe even elbows apart, stacking your head on your hands. Slowly come back up into the other side. No rush, take your time. Imagine you can breathe into your left hip in the piriformis muscle. Breathing in these qualities of compassion, kindness, space. And when we embody that in ourselves and we have compassion for our limitations, our challenges, our tensions, and it becomes a lot easier to have that compassion for others. But sometimes people trigger our emotions, our reactivity. And that's more in the second and third chakra and the root chakra. Those are like the more sort of fear-based emotions, reactivity, anger. Um, and those things can definitely get struck, but the, the, heart, the heart cannot be struck. It's solid, it's consistent, and it's always available to us to come back to the heart no matter if we're triggered by somebody or reactive to somebody, we can come back to that, those qualities of compassion for ourselves first to know what it feels like and then share that with the people we're interacting with. And we'll slowly start to sit back up and make your way down to your back. Setting up like bridge pose. And here, we'll do a dynamic bridge a couple times, creating a wave of motion from your base of your spine up. As you inhale, peel your spine up off the floor. And as you exhale, one vertebrae at a time, back down. Just a couple times with your breath. And next time you come up into bridge pose, you could stay just like that. You could go to wheel pose, pointing your fingers towards your shoulders and lift up from there, or any other variation of a back bend you want to do. A couple of breaths here, hold and breathe.
And we'll slowly come back down with control the same way you came in. And bring your knees in for happy baby pose, holding outside of your knees or feet, kind of the opposite of that last shape. And you could extend one leg at a time if you want. And from here, we'll lower the feet back down to the floor to set up for some sort of inversion. Now you could have your hands under your tail and just lift your legs straight up. You could have your legs up the wall or shoulder stand. Use a little momentum to catch your low back with your hands. If you're in shoulder stand, aim to get your hips right above your shoulders, your legs right above your hips. have about a minute here, some version of being upside down. And those of you in shoulder stand, make sure it's not any pressure on the back of your neck. So your shoulders and triceps supporting you. And then if you're in shoulder stand, you could slowly go to plow pose, legs overhead. And Jane, you could bend your knees if you're bumping into the wall there. And then slowly, if you're in shoulder stand, coming down one vertebrae at a time. And we'll all just come into setting up for a simple twist. If you're at legs up the wall and you want to stay there, go for it. But otherwise, setting up in that bridge shape again, just to get your hips to the left and your knees into the right. So a simple supine twist. You can do any variation of that that you want. And again, if you want to stay where you're at, stay there. If otherwise, twist to the other side, same thing. Come back to the center. And again, if your legs up the wall, stay there if you want. But here we can come into Shavasana or seated meditation. So either way, we're going to have several minutes to just rest here today and do less. We'll do a longer guided meditation focused on the heart. And if you're sitting, I'll let you know when we're uh, towards the end and you, want, you can switch to Shavasana if you want.
So wherever you're at, just notice if there's any tensions in your body, obvious tensions that could soften the shoulders and neck. And now think of a time when you felt love, like when you just felt in your body this quality of love, where you feel appreciated, loving, affectionate, however you might sort of define it or remember it, a specific moment you can think of. And sort of bring that feeling into your body now, like you're experiencing it in the present moment. And think of a time you felt even more love than that. Another time in your life where you felt in your body this quality, this feeling of love. Maybe it was romantic love, maybe it was family, maybe it was a friend, maybe an event, love of beauty, just anything that comes to mind for you. And now think of even another moment like that in your body felt these qualities of love, however you define it. And what it felt like for you, was it like tingling in your heart? Was it a warmth in your body? Was it in your arms or hands? Was it light or heavy? Bright or dark? Was there a color to it? embodying and feeling these qualities of love as you experienced it and letting it be experienced in your body in the present moment as if it's happening right now. Chinese word for mind is the same as heart. So you say you're thinking, you're, you point to your heart, not your head. Right? In the West, we think of our head as sort of detached from the body in a way. You might even feel that sort of, you're thinking you're like detached from the feelings in your body. But imagine you can just drop that sense of thinking just a few inches down into your heart down from the head into the heart. So imagine this is your center of thinking and perceiving, the center of your chest. Not just the physical heart, but the energy in this area around the lungs and the thymus gland. Right in the middle of your chest. And perceive yourself, who you are, your name, your identity, your roles that you play. Perceive those qualities from this perception of the heart, these, compassion, these qualities of compassion, kindness, forgiveness for any mistakes you might have made in the past, acceptance for exactly where you are right now. 
and just unconditional love. No matter what mistakes you might have made in the past or what you might have said that you didn't really mean or any harm you may have caused, it's all okay and this quality of acceptance and forgiveness that you can perceive yourself with from the heart. Just notice what that feels like to fully accept and forgive yourself for any mistakes you may have made, to have unconditional love and compassion for yourself, and what that feels like in your body. Now, if you want to switch to Shavasana, if you've been sitting, you can do that. I'll guide us a little bit more, and then we'll have two minutes of just silence. Letting your body just settle into this energy that you've cultivated, focused on qualities of love, compassion, and kindness, acceptance for yourself. And know that anybody you interact with is just a reflection of you in some way. And we often project our feelings onto others. And if we start from the place of unconditional love and compassion for ourselves, it becomes much easier to find that for others even when they push our buttons and trigger our emotions and reactivity. We know what it feels like to be loved and how important it is for ourselves. And we can feel it in our, our receiving it ourselves. And we can also feel what it's like to give compassion and love to ourselves. And we can do that for ourselves and each other. So resting in receiving the love and kindness you've done for yourself by practicing today the next couple minutes in silence.
Now before we move, again, you can keep your mind in your heart if you want, perceiving from the heart, or you can let it just slide back up to your head and your brain and perceive from there. But either way, moving in a way that feels good for you, fingers and toes, hands and feet, eventually coming back up to sitting, you can take your time to get there. But if you have time to just sit in, in Javasana longer or meditate longer, you can do that too. Otherwise, we'll close our practice and our time together today with the hands again together at the heart. Anjali Mudra, Prayer Mudra. Bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you all for practicing today. Namaste. Namaste.